Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking smart travel moves for your money. And I ask Shauna, how in the world should I be thinking about college savings for my kid? Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. We're talking one of my very, very, very favorite subjects to talk about today, and that is travel. I think uh, Jeff and I just live and breathe travel, travel deals, uh, telling you about all sorts of travel tips because. We have been able ourselves to travel on absolutely any budget. Those times when we are so super flush and those times where we weren't so flush, but we still wanted to go somewhere really nice. So uh, we're going to share all of our smart travel moves with you. But before that, uh, I want to get into my Ask Shauna question for today. And this one is from Drake. No, not the Drake, but Drake, who is a listener of the podcast. And he says, hello, love listening to the podcast as it always seems to be topical to the discussions I have with my partner. We have a nine month old son and we've been debating how we should plan for his education. With our current political conversation surrounding higher education and the new laws that enable you to take money from the 529 plan and use it for younger education, we are torn at where we should place the money. If education is free by the time he is able to go, what happens to the money in the 529? Would it be better to place the money into a trust or an IRA even? We have a solid start towards his education, but we want to place the money where it will grow the most. 
but are also trying to figure out which would be most beneficial in the long run. Drake, that is an amazing question and congrats on your new son and thinking about college already. I I wish a lot of new parents would start thinking about college even before the baby was born because, you know, it's expensive. It's expensive now and it's only going to get more expensive. And I think this conversation about free education is a real tough one, right? You know, legislation moves closer to free education, then a new administration comes in, and we seem to move further away from it. And I think, you know, no one really knows what it's going to look like in the next five years, let alone the next 18 years. So it makes that decision about what you should do with college savings, you know, really tough to decide. And I believe that you're thinking the right way, you know, not putting all of your quote unquote college saving eggs in one basket is a great way to think about it because there's just so much that can change. And I wish I had a crystal ball. I wish I had a crystal ball about so many different things and I could tell you exactly what to do with your money. I could tell you exactly the steps to take, but you know, money just isn't like that and our economy isn't like that and there are so many different levers and factors and so many people that are lobbying for different things in Washington. And so I'm just not myself totally convinced that education in this country is ever going to be across the board free. I could be wrong, you know, in five, ten years from now, I could be definitely eating my words. But I think that uh, the majority of people are thinking the same way I'm thinking, you know, even in those those countries where they offer quote unquote free healthcare, there's still an option to pay for better healthcare. And I, I'm envisioning something along those lines for college education in the United States. Again, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know. But if I'm looking at the past and what has happened in the past um, and, and trying to apply that to the future, uh, that's why it's looking a bit murky for me, you know? Uh, and, and I think that I would imagine that there would be some sort of law that if for some reason college was free across the board, 529 plans would have some sort of provision, you know, baked into the plans that already are in existence, then maybe they waive the penalty. Maybe you were able to use it for more things. Maybe you were even able to use it towards healthcare in the future because that's only going to get more expensive. Even if healthcare is quote unquote free, it's never going to be free. I don't think so, right? Uh, And so I, I just think the same thing's going to happen towards education, but I don't think that you should put all of your college savings in a 529 plan, even if college, you know, still continues to grow at the inflation rate, the crazy inflation rate that it is growing now. I think having all your money in your 529 plan is potentially exposing your money. You know, if there are market declines, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. But, you know, if we put all of our money there, then you know, where we run the risk of not having that money there when we need it. And also, you know, who says that your son is going to want to go to college? And I know that's a hard thing for a lot of us who have gone to college, you know, especially when we have kids, it's like, no, they're going to college, you know, but we don't know what what their life's going to look like when they grow up. We don't know what they're going to want to do. So if we put all of our money into college savings for them and then they decide not to go to college uh, and there aren't any new, you know, laws about these savings plans, then, you know, we either have to pull that money out with a penalty or, you know, transfer that money to another child or a relative or to yourself, whatever it may be. But, you know, I think another way of thinking about this is, we don't exactly know who your child is going to be when they grow up. And, you know, there's there's a lot of people these days that are opting out of going to college that are trying to pick up a trade or a skill and or just not going to college at all. You know, I, I foresee in the future that online college, um, you know, even unique ways of going to college. I know we had Adam on from Mission U a few weeks ago, earlier this year, And I think there's going to be a real innovation coming in what college looks like. It's just not going to look the same, right? So I think the question first is, you know, which we don't know, is if your son is going to go to college. Then it's, 
All right, assuming college isn't free, how much do you and your partner want to cover the cost of college potentially for your son? Is it 100%? Is it 80%? Is it 70%? What is that number, right? And and now, again, you don't have to have this written in stone. Now he's nine months. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a lot that changes. But just having that in the back of your head helps you plan this out. You know, you talked about IRAs and Roths. You know, Roth could be a good place to put some of that money that you're saving, that you're earmarking for college, because you can withdraw your own contributions without penalty at any time. The thing with Roths to get a little bit tricky is just want to make sure that you stay below the income restrictions so you can keep contributing to the Roth. If you go above the income restrictions, no problem. The money's still in the Roth. It's still growing. It's just you can't add to it, right? You could also use an IRA as well and be exempt currently under current law from the 10% penalty if you're using that towards higher education expenses. Uh, But just a word to the wise currently, colleges treat any distributions from IRAs as income when calculating financial aid packages. So if your son or anybody else listening to this podcast are trying to get financial aid, just know that there are certain... uh, there are certain distributions that are counted against you when you're trying to figure out financial wa- financial aid, right? Because the income weighs more heavily than assets in these type of calculations. So the IRA distributions may actually reduce the amount of financial aid that your child could receive. Just a little word for the wise. You know, there are also life insurance plans like uh, indexed universal life and whole life where you can have some, you know, potential upside of the market without downside risk. And, you know, you can use those, that money, I should say, for almost anything. You can withdraw at any point in time for any purpose. So it doesn't have to just be earmarked for college. You know, some people also use a portion of their home equity, you know, Is that the right decision? I don't know. It completely depends on your own situation, where you are when, you know, your child decides to go to college. But that is definitely a lot of people will refinance their houses and and take out a portion of the money to use that uh, towards college. And, you know, a lot of people go, all right, our decision is, you know, we want to pay for half or 75% of whatever the education costs are going to be. But, you know, we're going to let our child pick up you know, a little bit in financial aid and kind of teach them how to manage their money, you know, how to deal with it, but without putting a huge student loan burden on top of them. So this is a conversation that that everybody has to think about when you have a child. And, you know, the answer is going to be different for for every one of you. But to answer your, your overarching question, you know, I just have no idea. Nobody has no idea what's going to happen if free education is really going to come about across the board. I just, I don't see that happening. I think there's going to be different tiered options. There may be a community college option that is free, but I still think going to universities in the United States, there's going to be some sort of cost attached to it. But I do think you're right in your thinking, you know, not putting all of your eggs in one basket, figuring out some a plan or strategy for you where you're covering a certain amount of the college costs, but you're spreading that cash out into these different buckets. So Drake, great, great question. Thanks so much for asking. If you've got a question that you want me to answer in an Ask Shauna segment, there is a link in the show notes. Head on over there because I would absolutely love to answer your question. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, 
savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices 
and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. Okay, that's a nice little lead-in with uh, Bleachers, uh, their song Take uh, Take Me Away, because we're going to be talking about travel today, right? Yes, I would love to be taken away, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, today we're going to talk about smart travel moves. We, we you, you always talk about smart money moves, so we're going to combine that and do some smart travel moves uh, that, we, that we've kind of come up with a little bit of, uh, of ideas that we have for you. And a lot of these ideas we, we do ourselves. And some of these we've, we've now found went, oh, maybe we, we should check that out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I think we're all about finding those, those smart travel deals. So like I said before, you can travel on any budget, you know, whether you're flush with cash or whether, you know, times are a little bit leaner. Yeah. So, I mean, right now is a perfect time to kind of think about it. We're in the middle of spring break uh, here in Los Angeles. Has There's some schools that have spring break. Um, you just had spring break last week. Uh, some other people have spring break after Easter. Some other colleges have different ones. But we're, we're in the middle of like, okay, if I didn't get away for spring break, or maybe you're actually listening to us right now. You're, you actually are on a spring break and you're listening to us right now. But what if you're, you think about, you know, summer, then you got fall, you know, trips, you know, like coming up later this year. Like I want to get away for the, you know, around the holidays or before the holidays, maybe even off season, which is a good time to travel. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think any time's a good time to travel these days. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so if you're thinking about summer, if you think about just even a, a little bit of getaway right now, maybe you have a spring break coming up next week. You're like, you know what? I'm listening to this podcast and I need to get away next week. So we have a couple ideas for that as well, too. Last minute stuff. But we're um, recently we just saw a story on the news about a lady that, and you always talk about negotiating, right? Yes. And so this lady really negotiated her butt off, right, to get some some, some travel money from uh, United, of all places, United Airlines. But I think because United has had a couple of issues the last couple of years, this is why she got it. Yeah. So you, I mean, if you're ever bumped off a flight for any reason, or you're one of those people that like volunteer to give up your seat, you have a lot of negotiating power, probably more than you think. And that's worth like real money in your pocket. Yeah, and, and for, so the example of this, so this she's traveling to a bridal shower in Austin, and I believe there she has some friends with her that are on the flight. But she has one of those uh, the flights or the, the the tickets that's actually the cheapest one, right? Yes, yeah, the low cost, the low, low cost one. Yeah. So she's the lowest one. So the the flight is of course overbooked by United. Uh, and then she has to get off. She finds out, oh, I'm the lowest one because she sends a tweet out saying, oh, no, they're going to bump people and they're offering a thousand bucks to United. And then she goes, oh, oh, my gosh, I'm actually the one. And then so so then the negotiating starts, right? Exactly. And she could have just taken their first offer, but she negotiated and she actually got a $10,000 travel voucher, which I mean, think of all the places you could go. I would give up my seat. I would be booted off the plane for $10,000 any day. Well, and she goes from $1,000 to $10,000. That's crazy. And then also there was like a tweet out uh, saying uh, some lady said, you know, she would give, she would miss her bridal shower <laughs> to get $10,000. I wouldn't get... miss anything to yeah, get a $10,000. But she didn't miss anything. She made the party uh, on time and was fine and everything and $10,000. So, so anyway, so the, the, that's a smart money move, right? I mean, that's I, that's a big smart money move. Yeah, because it's, it's taking a bad situation and realizing that 
the airline is, you know, uh, in a bad situation and you're just going to take slight advantage of that yeah. and pocket some awesome travel bucks for yourself. Yeah, and I think that those people at, at United that day were very generous. But those are some of the smart money moves. Uh, you know, that's a really good one. But so we're talking about now, let's talk about booking a flight. Um, for so many years, there was always the talk about, is there a magic day or a magic time to book a flight? Yeah. And, or book a travel, whatever. And the answer is no, really. I mean, computers are doing most of the work these days. So, you know, it used to be like Tuesday at evening was like the best time. But really, I mean, we found good airfare flight deals at all sorts of hours, all sorts of days. So there really is just sort of an old myth that doesn't really have any uh, fact anymore. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing, too, that if, if, if you don't already know this, airlines and travel sites, you know, like Kayak or Expedia or wh- whoever and stuff, there's a bunch of them out there. And I as have per- participated as a travel writer for Expedia and a few different other, uh, you know, live tweet, uh, Twitter kind of things. And we just talk about, you know, some of the favorite places we like to go. But the other thing that these sites do on Twitter and other uh, social media is they're going to they're going to post uh, deals and they're going to do like sometimes they'll do flash sales. So it's, gonna, it's only going to be that day or only for a few hours or whatever and stuff like that. That's a good thing to do is to always follow their social media and go, hey, I'm going to especially if you have a, you know, a credit card with them. Right. And stuff like that's a lot. It's a lot better. Well, and a lot of these, uh, even airlines will post deals on Twitter. Yeah. And if you're signed up for, you know, to get their tweets, you could take advantage of those deals. And a lot of times they only put the deals out through uh, Twitter or even some of the airlines have newsletters where you can sign up for and you can get even more deals. Just, I mean, I know we all get so much email and we hate all the email, but if you like to travel and save money, which you should, you know, every little bit of savings you can get is just either extra cash that you have for your trip or extra cash for you. Yeah. And savings. And also, I mean, if you're you're just following them on Twitter and stuff, you're like, oh, that that pops up. But you you will actually get alerts and saying, hey, there's a deal going on right now, let alone the newsletter that you just get an email. And like, say, say if you have an American credit card, American airline credit card, you just get the newsletter. And a lot of times you're going to get other deals that people won't get, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and also like tweet when you're when you're at a hotel or uh, usually the hotels are kind of best at this. If you tweet like, hey, you know, Marriott in Atlanta, I'm coming to you tomorrow. So excited to stay with you. You know, a lot of these hotels, especially the smaller boutique ones, are checking the Twitter feeds. And sometimes they'll offer you extra perks when you check in just for tweeting them. So, I mean, all these dumb things, like, they really add up. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more later when we talk about hotels and talking to the managers. But that is also a good thing, too. One thing, especially, you know, what I do a lot of times as as a writer is if I'm going to go to a location like that saying, Hey, you know, I'd love to see if you guys have anything new at the hotel. Is there anything good? That's how you can get some perks as, as well too. So, but and and re- and regular people could get it too. I'm a, I'm a regular person, but regular people can get it as well too. So, uh, but there's other ways that you could actually get the deals as well too. Yeah. So, uh, Hopper is one of the best apps where you can put in where you want to go, and it will actually alert you when it finds the cheapest fare. I also like to use a combination of going on Google Flights because you can actually look at their calendar and find out what is the cheapest day to fly if you're not, you know, having to go on certain days. And then you can hop over to a site called Mamundo and there you can actually find the lowest priced fare for that particular day combination. So using a little bit of a combination of app and sites and things like that, you know, you can really dial in and sometimes you can save a couple hundred dollars on an airfare by just using one of these tricks, which is a lot of money. So that's a big, nice cocktail that you put together, right? Of just yes, like, like, like that's like my mix. I'm mixology, you, my you, travel mixology. But that is important to think about. And I know some people maybe you're listening to this and they're going, wow, okay, that's a lot of work to, to, to kind of do that. But what if you are going on a really big trip? And that could really save you a lot of things, especially the, these kind of sites. They'll have different bundles too, right? Like either yes. a hotel, flight, sometimes a car if you need it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, and my rule is always to check those kind of bundle sites and then also check it individually because 
Sometimes the bundle sites are not cheaper and sometimes they are. So it is definitely worth an extra five minutes of your time just to make sure that you're getting the best deal. Because again, like we're not just talking about $5 here and there, like we're talking sometimes about hundreds of dollars. And I mean, you can really make that stretch a lot farther on vacation. Yeah, exactly. And now we haven't totally planned out our, our, our summer uh, plans for travel, uh, which is a little sad. Yeah, it's it's a little well because we have a few things that are kind of up in the air right now, either summer or, or fall. So, uh, but one of the places right now that is is really hot is is Europe, and travel to Europe right now is it's cheaper than it's been in a while, which is really great. And our dollar is favorable right now, which is in a lot of these countries we've not seen this. We keep, it keeps going down sort of every every summer, and flights to, to pl- prices to Europe are down twenty to thirty percent since last summer that's i mean uh, there there are so many big savings oh you know we've had scott from scott's cheap flight on the podcast last year and uh you know i see all of these flights to europe like three hundred dollars four hundred dollars from los angeles to europe that is huge savings yeah and 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 they're not always on some of them are on the on the the carriers you probably know but it's always good to look into the economy airlines the european economy airlines i should say like norwegian airline which i've flown which is a really awesome uh flight and and i always get uh through the different emails i get i see some of their deals they have a lot and it's like wow okay those are those are really cheap and they fly now to they've expanded to a bunch of major u.s cities too which is really cool um, you could fly all the way around Europe. It's not just Norway or Scandinavia. Um, XL Airways is really good, and uh, Primera Air, Air as well, which I've never flown on. Uh, those are really good as well. And again, they're expanding to more and more um, American cities, which is really great. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, you just want to know what you're paying for with these carriers because again, a lot of the low cost ones they'll leave out like you you can't book your seat or you can't bring a bag on or, you know, so you just want to make sure if you're going for the cheapest, cheapest, cheapest price and make sure you understand more importantly, what you can't do. Yeah. Buyer beware. Cause I mean, sometimes I'll get a text or an email from people and, and they're like, okay, I booked this trip on this, or have you heard of this airline? And you know, either I've, if I've heard of them or I've flown on them, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. That's great. But just make sure you're what you're looking for there and, and what you're paying for or what you're not paying for. Yeah, so that's definitely where you want to read the fine print. So you don't want to, you know, get to the day of your flight and then suddenly you have like another $200 of charges that are being tacked on just because you want to bring a carry on for God's sakes, you know? Yeah, or, or spend five bucks to use the bathroom, right? Yeah, and that uh, I will not. I will boycott <laughs> if that happens. That I hate using a bathroom on an airplane anyway. Right. So, but so credit cards, they, they can be confusing for people to use, uh, to use the points and stuff like that. Give us a little bit of like, well, we've talked about this before, but how can we simplify this uh, uh, and kind of use every, because sometimes we all have points spread out, right? Yeah. You know, a lot of us have like multiple credit cards. Really, I think one of the best strategies is to have an airline credit card that is an airline that you fly on most frequently, right? So you're going to use that card for all sorts of perks like free bags, which is a huge deal these days. If you're married, if you have a family, I mean, that right there is a hundred plus dollars in savings just by having that credit card. Well, and, and for example, we have Air, we have an American one, as we met, I mentioned, and we fly with... I, yeah, don't, I don't know how, how, much, how much money we've saved over the years. It has to yeah. be well over a thousand dollars, I would imagine. So, you know, with those airline credit cards, you know, you get the free bags, you can get upgrades. A lot of times you get, you know, a better boarding position as well. You're in, you know, kind of the first group. If you have elite status, you could get into the lounges or maybe even a discount pass into the airport lounges, which if you're going on a long flight, you know, all of those things matter. So I'm a fan of, of, of an airline card. You don't have to have all of them, but whatever airline you fly most frequently is probably the best choice for you. And then there's transferable cards like the uh, Chase Sapphire rewards cards. You've probably heard me talk about that card on you know, over and over and over again. By the, by the way, Chase, you need to be a sponsor on the podcast. So, yes, yeah. Chase. Yeah. I mean, because we generally we generally do card. totally. Yeah. So you know what's great about a transferable card is that you can rack up points when you're eating out, when you're shopping, when you're traveling. You know, all sorts of things. But then you can use those points for different things. You can use them towards 
car rentals, towards hotels, but the biggest bang of your buck is you can use them towards airlines. And what I like about Chase is if you use Chase's um, member portal to book your flight, you actually get a 25% uh, discount. So, you know, it, 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 it helps you a lot there in the savings, but you can transfer those points to other airlines. So, you know, you have virtually every airline available to you. So I think a good strategy is to at least have one of each of those if you travel. But look, here's the tip. If you owe money on those credit cards, you are basically eating away the rewards. So the best thing you can do is treat each of those cards like a debit card, pay those off each month. And so you're really making the best out of this situation with your credit card. You know, you're getting all the perks, but you're not having these crazy interest charges because normally those cards have a higher interest rate. So just kind of word for the wise. Well, and also too, once once you kind of got the the the, uh, the your flight booked and your your trip booked and everything like that, people ask like, okay, well, how 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 far in advance should I actually be booking these flights? And you know, the common thing is usually if you're flying to say Europe or or even Africa, it's six months in advance. Usually, that's where you can get the better deals. And surprisingly, actually, the U.S. and and Caribbean and sometimes we wait on on trips like this is really only a month. You know, sometimes you can get deals. Way ahead of time, like if they're especially like say like Southwest or somebody like that is having a sale for for a couple months or something like that. But usually, about a month is is where it is, right? Yeah, and that that twenty one day window is usually the sweet spot. So you want to book before twenty one days before your flight, no matter what, because yeah. usually when you get in that window is when the prices start really escalating. But it's good if so if if you're kind of going to wait a month ahead of time, you want to maybe start doing your homework before that, right? Yeah, you definitely want to do your research before, but I think if you stay within those windows, you're going to be in pretty good shape. Okay, so let's talk about destinations and some of the destinations right now that people are searching the most. Uh, and this is compiled by all the different major sites that people are doing right now. Uh, no surprise here, Las Vegas. Um, it's always on the top of list. <laughs> exactly. Maybe not one of my favorite places, to, favorite places places to go, but... but Vegas can still be a fun time. Uh, Maui. Uh, which we have an episode coming up hopefully soon in the next month or so uh, that we're going to actually do. We were there last year. Uh, Lisbon, uh, Portugal, which is totally on our list to get to. Uh, uh, Madrid and Barcelona, because uh, it's also really good right now to travel to uh, to Spain right now. That's hot right now. Uh, Athens kind of surprised me that that's one of the, the top places that people are searching right now. And of course, Amsterdam uh, and ba- uh, Bali is, you know, those those don't, don't surprise me at all. Rome does not surprise me at all. Athens a little bit there, uh, a little bit of surprise for me. But you know, they've had such trouble with yeah. their economy lately that they're really like trying to get people there. So there are a lot of awesome deals to Athens right now or yeah. to the Greek islands as well, which are normally extremely expensive. I know we thought about going there last year. Um, but there, there are a lot of good deals. Yeah, that's in fact, that's what I think is probably it, that people are going to the Greek Isles and then you fly through Athens. And But yeah, it's a lot cheaper. But places that are your best wallet-friendly trips right now, um, some of these may surprise you. Uh, Calgary, which we've been before and we and we really liked a lot. Um, it's a really great location in Canada and place a place that pay, people really don't always go to. And we actually have an episode for sure coming up on that uh, sometime soon. It's close to Banff um, and and also many other you know in in the Canadian Rockies. So that's a really great place. Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, which I love a lot. That you've been before. Um, Denver, uh, which I love a lot. Orlando, of course, um, which is also one of the top destinations we talked about that people are going to travel to in 2018. But home, these are home of Mickey and Minnie, exactly, and, and Universal Harry Potter too. Hello, yeah, Butterbeer. Okay. Don't forget about that. Um, uh, Guadalajara, which is a really uh, you know hot location right now in um, in Mexico, but it's also one of the cheaper places to go in Mexico. But Mexico is really good right now. Um, one of the best things that they have in uh, Guadalajara, as well as a few other places in Mexico right now, is the tequila train that you could take. That could be very, very dangerous. Yeah, it's it's like one of those uh, wine trains. There's a few different ones. I think all the hot tequila places have now a tequila train where you take a train and you actually go uh, tequila tasting, which is really awesome. But basically, the, the idea with the best wallet-friendly 
places right now and the search engines are saying that heading south or north of the border are really great. So basically Canada, Mexico, and even parts of South America are, are really hot right now and you could get a lot of deals. Yeah, and the deals are the name of the game. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's about finding these places and finding out, you know, when is their off season? Uh, when is it, uh, you know, a hot place to go there? And then, you know, taking advantage of those deals. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right. So we, we booked a flight. We're finding places to go. Now we want to get a, a hotel. And or say, like we said before, you're in the middle of spring break or your spring break's coming up. I need to get away. Even for a few days, where do we go? Um, hotels tonight, as we mentioned before, is just, it's a really cool site. And I, I, for some reason, got on their newsletter and every once in a while I'll get deals and I'm like, oh, I need to search that. That's really great. Um, and that, and right now that you could also book up to a week advance with, with hotels, uh, tonight as well. I just did a search this morning and let's say Palm Springs and Palm Springs at the, the, uh, V, uh, Palm Springs hotel. It's $117, regularly 252 bucks. The chateau at Lake La Quinta is 214 bucks. I think that's around 300 per night. So those are really good deals right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I use hotel tonight a lot on my on my phone. Like, I'll look up when we're going somewhere. It's not every every location you can't book a week ahead of time. Like, some of them are blacked out. But again, it's worth it's worth checking. And you you know, sometimes we'll book a hotel and then you know we'll use our apps like up to the last minute and we'll go, oh wait, there's a better deal. You know, at this other place we really wanted to stay, and then we'll switch out. You know, so we tend to not prepay our room ahead of time even though you can save money doing that because we like the flexibility of being able to, you know, choose a different offer if we, if we like it better. I think that's a key too. If, if you're flexible for any of these, but specifically like a, a, an app like hotel tonight, uh, if you're flexible, that's where you can a lot of times find the better deals, which, which is really great. And, and another thing recently, we have not tried this. Um, I, I, I definitely want to try this in, in the future and look at this rumor, uh, travel.com. It's, it's a, it's an app that you can use and it's basically like StubHub for hotels. So people book their hotels or whatever their locations. Again, I haven't actually done a ton of research, but I just, I know what this app, this app does for it. So I'd like to actually see what they have to, to really offer and stuff. I did like a, a little bit of research here, but basically it's people selling their hotel rooms. So just like you said, maybe they pre-booked it and then they can't use it. And so you can go on the app and say, Hey, I have this hotel and now it's at a, it's at a, at a discount rate or whatever the rate is and stuff like that. Uh, but say, but I did look and see that London had some rooms for between forty bucks and three hundred bucks, which even for the three hundred dollar rooms is really great for London. But there were some really good hotels around like forty to hundred bucks um, per night. That was you know like uh, this was yesterday when I did that research, and so that was a day or two ahead of time like that. Yeah, and I think there's going to be more you know innovative companies like this that come up that are you know, shaking things up, just like Airbnb. I think Airbnb really opened the door for thinking about travel in a different way. And, you know, thinking about how, um, how you can, you know, maximize your dollars. Um, but, you know, use some of these cool, like even these exchange services. I know a lot of people that will like exchange out their, their house for somebody else's house. Um, I, I'm not sure I would do that, but I know a lot of people do that. It's like a great way to travel. So I think it's going to be really cool to see, you know, the innovation over the next couple of years of, of you know, these different companies basically reinventing how we're traveling. Yeah. So we're going to check out rumortravel.com. We'll actually have the link to that on, on the website as well, too. But But your thing when you go to a hotel, what is your thing, especially if you want to find the best deal? Yeah, this is a really old school uh, thing that still works, and it actually requires you picking up the phone. I know that we all don't really like to do that, but this is where you're actually going to win. So if you call the hotel, like the hotel desk, not the 800 number, none of that, the actual hotel. And when they're not busy or anything. When they're not busy, yeah. I mean, as best as you can, you know, and ask for the uh, on-duty manager and say something like, you know, I'm looking for, you know, the best available rate, um, which is really industry speak. You know, the managers really want to help. So they're in the hospitality business. That's yes. what their job is. They're in hospitality. So they really want to take care of you. And a lot of times what you can do is say, you know, I found this rate for your hotel online, but I really would like to book it through you directly. 
you know, is there a better available rate? And most of the hotels would rather book directly with you because they don't have to then pay yes. a third party a fee. So they're usually willing to either give you a big fat upgrade for the same price or give you some sort of enticing deal. It doesn't work all the time, but it does work, I would say, about 98% of the time. And you know, again, while you might not get the best price, you will get those personal touches. So sometimes if they're like, well, this is the best deal, you could say, okay, well, you know, are there any other maybe perks you could offer me like free parking or those upgrades? Uh, you know, there's lots of different things they can do. If you just think about all of the money you spend at a hotel, there are those crazy daily fees. There are parking fees. You know, if you're in a big city, like that could be a lot of money that you're saving. So the point is, if you don't ask the question, you're not going to get an answer. But you've got to ask nicely. Like, don't be a dick, you know, about asking. Just ask nicely and you would be surprised what you get. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if you ask and say, hey, I'm looking for the best available rate, you know, blah, blah. And then also throw in, like, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to come to your, like we said before, I'm really excited to come to your property. I've heard really good things. Is there anything new I should see or that you guys have recently? Or like, if, if they open a new bar, a new restaurant, a new pool, deck, or whatever the case is, you know, throw any of that out there. And also, too, you know, they may, like, hey, what about this? What about that? They, they could have a new program. They could have a, a They might even give thing. you like breakfast for free. Exa- like, come exactly. on. Any of that. That is worth, you know, if you get like over $100 worth of breakfast free, <laughs> exactly. you know, let alone if you have a family, like that's a pretty good deal just for simply asking a question, you know, and calling the, the front desk, which yeah. doesn't take much time at all. I promise you. But it is definitely, you know, I've found that it has worked absolutely the best internationally. Uh, and, you know, nowadays, yes, it does cost you to call, but, you know, we're talking like a couple of minute call, but, um, you know, internationally, like they really want to please, especially if you coming from the U S they just want to take care of you. And so, you know, sometimes even if it's like a birthday or an anniversary or like a, a big, you know, event, make sure you throw that in because that sort of, I don't know, can help push them over. Well, I also think too, as well. This could be this could transfer either here or abroad, but if they're also not the nicest on the phone, you may not want to stay there too. That's a that's a good indication. Like, oh, maybe they're not the best hospitable place, and I don't yeah, want to stay there. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. You know, so we're going to be talking about you know how are you stretching this dollar? So all of our dollars mean a lot, right? We work hard for our money, and when we go on vacation. You know, look, even if you had a million dollars sitting in your bank account, why would you spend more money if you didn't have to? I think that is really like if I could get any message out about smart travel moves, it is that one. You know, if just a few of these tricks help you save money, help you stretch your money. It's just you have more money for other stuff and more money is good. Right? Yeah. And also, you know, what, how, why people just, I think, what, five to 10 years ago, the dollar was not great at all in a lot right. of different of these countries. But right now is a good time. And, and it's, and travel has just been growing more and more that people are going so many different places. So our, our dollar or actual U.S. dollar is actually stretching in, in more places. Uh, of course, Mexico uh, is is a hot place. It always kind of has been. But every year now, our our dollar has gotten better uh, value there um, with with their peso and stuff. Just make sure if you're checking into one of those Airbnbs in Mexico. I don't know if you saw this story or not, but just make sure that you check the carbon monoxide. Uh, in your place. Before we're going to say that, that for another podcast episode about. Travel. I know, we're, but we're, I just have to. You know, no, we're we're gonna, we're gonna, we're going to cover that. that. We're, I, I have that's in, that in a couple of weeks. We're going to we're going to talk. If you about, don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> look Google that up. It. Yeah, look that up. But we'll for sure talk about safety uh, when we're traveling, especially internationally. Uh, Colombia, right now. Um, we're just real quick to wrap this up. This episode, Colombia. If your U.S. dollar, as of right now, I checked this on my app this morning, uh, your $1 um, U.S. dollar will actually get you three bucks there. Three, three Colombian pesos is what they are. Uh, New Zealand, uh, Argentina, um, and how do you say the other? Azerbaijan. Hey, thank you. Right now, that's a, which a hot spot, uh, which used to be the former Soviet Union. That's a really hot spot right now. Indonesia, which, of course, Bali. 
those places right now, which places that people are already traveling to, are really great with our dollar. One place uh, to wrap this up, also Norway, uh, which I've been and I loved a lot, which, which I want to take you back there. Uh, they're one of the most expensive places to actually live as a person, but uh, right now our dollar is stretching a lot more, which is really great because sometimes that city can be very expensive. When I was there before, I was buying for some friends. They wanted Hard Rock uh, Cafe pins. I think I was buying three of them, and they're like 85 bucks. What's the Hard Rock Cafe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's kind of going away as well, too, or it is here, but it is, it's it's big around the broad. Or broad. So, so those are some really great smart travel moves that I think people are like, all right, you know what? I could do this. Let's do this. Um, we've we've uh, heard these fools talk about this so many times. Let's get out there and actually start traveling. Yeah, and use some of these tips, use some of these moves to save more cash on your next trip. Put that cash towards some of your other goals that you really want to achieve so you don't have to blow all your money while you're vacationing. You know, and I think with these tips, you can do a lot of traveling and a lot of saving all at the same time. Yeah, and we want to also hear about it. So if, if, if you chose some of these tips and said, hey, okay, you know, this one really like, share it with us and we'll share your story. And also if you have any questions for us about travel and about these kind of travel moves, like if you have any more in depth about what we've covered, you know, please email us. We we feel we would love to actually, I will actually respond. You will respond uh, to, the, to your email. Exactly. So we will have links to all the places that we mentioned, some of our top favorite, uh, you know, apps that we've talked about in the show notes. So head there for all of those links. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. You can check out Jeff on Instagram at The Traveling Game. And if you love this podcast, hey, you know, do us a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, and head on over to that link in the show notes to leave us a review. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC.